Hi everyone, it's Toya Nomura, and you're listening to LunaStream. Our shared goal for this podcast is to create a public forum for second generation to discuss their opinions, form stimulating conversations about our movement, and to bring the ideas of the young people to the forefront of the wider conversation. And on this week's podcast, Jason, Tor, and I will be discussing with our guests, Anna and Josh, dating as a second gen, the stigma around it. Boys are terrifying and I need to never be around them. Our experiences. Uh, I, I don't, I, I still don't know a lot of all girls anyway, but. And is dating okay? What I wanted was, ne- I never was thinking really about the repercussions of what would our relationship look like. Once again, you'll be hearing some odd juice sprinkled throughout the conversation, so don't be alarmed. It sounds something like this. I do! So, if you hear some random odd juice throughout the conversation, now you know why. And without further ado, on to the show. You're listening to Luna Stream, and I'm here today with my co-hosts, Justin Darty and Tora Oda, and with special guests, Joshua Van Gelder and Anna Bobricki. Josh, could you introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm Josh Van Gelder. I live in Connecticut. Uh, I'm good friends with Jess, um, and I work as a contractor. <laughs> Uh, and then this is Anna. Uh, yes, I'm from California most of the time. Oh, wow. And, uh, I'm Josh's girlfriend, and I don't know anybody else here. <laughs> yeah. All good. And Justin, please. Hi, I am Justin Darty. I live in Bridgeport, Connecticut. I'm 25 years old. I'm a young adult minister, and I work at Trader Joe's, baby. And finally, Tora. Hi, my name is Tora. I live in Las Vegas, uh, 24 years old, and work at Zen Curry Express. <laughs> and the local youth pastor at Las Vegas. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and um, once again, I'm Toya. Um, just a college student here, Virginia Tech. And yeah, I'm just starting, I'm the host of your podcast. <laughs> Without further ado, Tora, take us in. Yeah, I don't remember if Toya had said it, but we're going to be talking about dating in uh, in our church. Ooh. Well, not dating specifically within people in the church, but rather just dating in general and how dating is viewed in our movement. Uh, most people, when they hear dating, that someone has dated within a church, it, it's always seen as a bad thing and it's always seen as a negative thing. And I was going to, today I was going to argue that dating has some benefits. Uh, so uh, one thing, because for me, I've, I've experienced with dating in high school and looking back at it now as a 24 year old dude, I, I've definitely learned a lot since then. Um, I'm just gonna give my give the, the bit of a background here, but uh, I I had a girlfriend back in freshman year of high school, and then all throughout high school basically. And uh, yeah, there was definitely some struggles there here and there. But looking back at it, I realize now that I was hanging on to that relationship more so because I didn't I didn't have self-confidence in myself and I didn't want to leave that relationship because that relationship uh, it was it was more so of a title I guess like when you have a girlfriend in high school you're like 
you're like a step above everyone else or something is, you know, <laughs> high, high school life high school stuff so I didn't I was kind of afraid of what I would be like if I was left alone essentially mm. um so I can easily I can easily see that now that I'm older and I have more I guess wisdom um <laughs> So, and then, and then there's lots of stuff that I, that I did that I would never do again, or like, <laughs> uh, you know, so, something, stuff that I would do differently now, um, uh, than what I did back then or something. So I, I learned a lot of stuff about myself that I didn't know about before, okay. um, before that relationship. And if I were to ever get a chance to redo my high school career i don't think i would not do that I guess. so you so you don't regret it is that what yeah you're saying? yeah yeah i exactly i don't regret i don't regret it um so there you know and i and i, I guess you can say that i learned <laughs> a little bit about um girls i mean even if it's just like <laughs> the tiniest thing uh, I, I don't, I, I still don't know a lot of our girls anyway, but, um, but, but you have yeah. a sister Torah yeah, no, no, and, you, and you're, re- and you have a really good relationship with her. So it's like, that baffles my mind. No, no, no. That's what I was going to get to is like, yes, yes. I, I've definitely learned more about girls through my, my younger sister, but there, there's some stuff that you it's kind of hard to learn when you don't have as many opposite gender uh friends i guess you can say Ooh. what about you justin have you dated in the past i know i have it's it's kind of <clears throat> it's not complicated it's just kind of dumb um mm-hmm. i can't i can't really say that i have because I was dating her, but I can't say that she was dating me. <laughs> oh my god, my heart. Um, <laughs> oh man. So yeah, because like I mean, we were spending a lot of time together, one-on-one environment stuff. I definitely considered her my girlfriend, but I remember when I used that word, she was kind of like, "Hmm, I didn't realize that that's what we were," and I was like, "What else would you call this?" And um, oh. Then it, it turned out, well, because the people who had the title boyfriend were uh, three other individuals at the oh. same time. <laughs> um, and they didn't a, they didn't know about each other at all. And uh, she was like, I don't know. Anyway, so it was, um, it was really weird. And yeah, it was really weird. And when I found out that I wasn't the only guy that she was dating, rather than do the healthy thing, which is to com- just completely eliminate myself from that environment. I decided to compete with the other guys, and I was like, "Oh yeah, oh, I'm, I'm going to be the best boyfriend, and I'm going to convince you that I'm the one that you can stay be- with." Damn, yeah, that's toxic. Yeah, it didn't go well. Um, yeah, and then I I remember really satisfyingly one day I told her like, you know, I'm leaving Virginia, and uh, I will likely never see you again. And she was like. Okay, whatever. Like, see you next week. Like, because uh, she she was she was coming to our youth group in Virginia, so she was just like, yeah, whatever. I'll see you next week. Um, <laughs> and then I left, and I didn't see her for like three years. <laughs> I was wow. I was 
<laughs> and then I did see her again. It was because of my stupid friend. I won't say his name, um, but he's a gosh darn it. And then he like tried to orchestrate a little get together with us for some reason. And um, awkward. Oh so, yeah, like I, I show up at this restaurant, and um, I made it really clear. He asked me like. He, he tried to like ask like, oh, uh, yeah, me and some friends are going to this place. You want to come? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then he's like, oh, um, by the way, could you pick up so-and-so? And I was like, I cannot pick her up. Are you are you out of your mind? I'm also not coming if she's going to be there. And he's like, oh, okay. Um, is there like no space in your car? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, aren't you driving a minivan? I'm like, mm-hmm. He's like, aren't you coming alone? Yep. And he's like, how is there no space in your car? I'm like, oh, let me clarify. There's no space in my car for her. <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening and he's just like huh okay i'm like i'm not coming if she's going to be there let's be very clear about that so just tell me now is she coming because then I, I won't go and he's like fine well i guess if you're not bringing her she won't have a ride so yeah i'm not she's not coming i'm like okay good i show up and she's there of course um he picked her up and i was just Ooh, like what? what the hell man and uh wow she was like yeah, she like tried to play footsie with me at one point because that was like her, our thing, and uh, <laughs> I wanted to like stomp on her legs, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Nasty piece of. <laughs> I hated her so much, um, and it, it just bothered me that I was forced to break my promise. It was the worst. Mm. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, I'd say I had a pretty pretty good experience with dating. <laughs> but that's just one one person. <laughs> No, I think yeah. you, you learned a I lot. I, I mean, yeah, I guess it counts. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not. The funny thing is, another close friend, years later, um, had connected with her for some other reason entirely, uh-huh. and then they started growing into a romantic relationship. And he was like, "Hey, this is kind of going somewhere," and um, he's living with her, right? And uh, I would say that they were dating, and. Um, this guy shows up and apparently it's her boyfriend and uh yeah <laughs> and then they then she's like yeah i think i'm gonna move to new york and live with him so bye and he was just like what what just happened and i when he called me to tell me about it i was so happy <laughs> I was like i knew it she has not changed piece of garbage <laughs> she's so weird what's wrong with her yeah i don't know um that's so that's so weird it is she's she's a weird weird lady oh man um anyway yeah so i would say i i can't really say that i've dated but i would say i certainly tried i tried a lot i tried very hard i wasn't i did not make it through because of an iron will and determination to stay quote unquote pure before the blessing i was i was constantly looking to be in a relationship um and Mm. i just had terrible luck with it um yeah yeah and often when i would i'd be pursuing a girl for a long time and then i would give up and by the time i would give up they were interested but i didn't know and then I would move on and then they would express something like, well, I wish you hadn't moved on. And I was like, what? what? Why are you just saying something now? <laughs> yeah. I remember I was at this school, this high school, and um, I was leaving early because I, I didn't want to be there. And 
um, there was this sister who told me like, you know, I'm so sad that you're leaving. Like, you know, I, I love talking to you and being with you so much and da da da. And I had been pursuing her and I was just like, really? Like, I, thought, <laughs> I thought you couldn't care less about my existence. And oh, no. now that I'm leaving, you're like opening your heart to me and like crying and saying how important I am and how much you're going to miss me and stuff. And I was just like, you dang god dang it um that's just like repeated constantly so um no i don't have much experience dating but i have lots of experience trying to date love oh gosh yeah but man getting married that's a great way to start dating because then just (laughs) women just constantly preposition me it's so bizarre like once i was married like i'm constantly people are constantly saying like i had a girl uh, tell me that at Trader she, Joe's. She, no, 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 not at Trader Joe's. I had a girl tell me that she she had met an amazing guy, um, and she, you know, he's so nice and blah blah blah. But he's married, and she had given enough context that she was talking about me prior to what? that point, and I was just like, "Wow, that's so excuse me." And then I said, "Like, <laughs> are you talking about me?" And then she looked at me and winked and smiled, like. <laughs> And I was just like, um, being all bashful. Excuse me, uh, that's not cool. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not, that is not, I don't appreciate that at all. <laughs> like, wow. Um, yeah. And she was, she was determined, man. No matter what I told her, she always told me, like, I would tell her things like, if I chose to leave my wife to be with you, wouldn't that give you emotional insecurity that I would just do the same with you one day? And she's just like, Nope. <laughs> Lies. Lies. What's wrong with you? I tried so hard to convince her. No, mm-hmm. I, wasn't, I wasn't the person and she just wouldn't she wouldn't have it, man. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, at work. I've had multiple ladies at work say stuff, um, and then you know Wow Justin, are you sure you can be saying this when your wife's right there? <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. She listens to all our episodes. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, she knows. I, I, yeah, I tell her. <laughs> I was, I was she, she knows what a chick magnet I am. Wow. I, I think I think mostly what it is is because now that I'm married, I am not thirsty anymore. And <laughs> thirst is unattractive to women. I had a girl, a, a blessed child, tell me. <laughs> Uh, you have that emotional uh, not too long ago availability me me and joshua's brother were in new york for some business and i just stopped i stopped by the church office and i saw her and i was like man remember blah 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 and this and that and then i brought up the pack the fact that i had as a joke like proposed to her like 10 times or something like that and um she was like you know honestly i would have considered you had you not been so thirsty and i was like he was like well thing is like once you were done flirting with me or whatever you just went on to the next person if if i if i wasn't receptive you didn't care you just moved on to the next person and i felt like it wasn't me that you wanted you just wanted anybody and um that's just not attractive and i was like hmm true i i was i was like a a man in the desert i would have taken anything (laughs) <laughs> from anywhere i just i just wanted to be in a relationship i didn't care where, to, where it came from um so i think being married i just have no i have no search in me at all there's just like i have no interest in pursuing anyone for anything um and i think they can pick up on that when i say things to them that are nice it's genuine like wow you have such beautiful eyes it's like 
I know that you mean that. And that's really like attractive because it's like, wow, you're not trying to say that I beautiful eyes because you want to flirt with me because you want to pursue a romantic relationship. You just genuinely think I have beautiful eyes and are telling me. Um, or if you say something like, you know, that guy is not good for you. He obviously doesn't care about you. You know, you have more value than, than you give yourself. You know, if he cheated on you twice, he obviously communicates that he doesn't care about you. Then they know that I'm not saying that to get my foot in the door to get her to break up with her boyfriend so that I can be with her. I'm just saying that because that's exactly what I think and what I feel. And it, it means that I think she has value and I've expressed that to her and in a way that's just normal. And I, I think that's exactly what happened with the girl who asked me, you know, it was like, Oh, I, you know, I know this great guy, but he's married was she was in a relationship with a guy that just kept cheating on her. And the, I swear to you, the moment she fell in love with me is I did the $20 bill thing, you know, about value. Have you guys ever heard of that? So you, you take a $20 bill and you go, Hey, do you want this $20 oh, yeah. bill? I know this. And they're like, <laughs> yes. And then I, uh, you know, you crumple it up and you, you still want this $20 bill. Yes. And then, you spit on it and you go, do you still want this $20 bill? And you go, yes. And then I rip it in half and I go, do you still want this $20 bill? And you go, yes. And it goes, it looks like no matter what I do to this $20 bill, it still always has value to you. And they're like, yeah, of course. Like as long as I can take all the pieces and tape it back together, it's still worth $20 to me and it never will not be. You could smear it in blood and feces and I'll still want it because it's still worth $20. You know, it's a saying on a t-shirt for a reason. $20 is $20. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, um so when I Are you I, finished Justin? No, I'm not. So when I did that when I did that that example with her, uh, I literally did it with a $20 bill and I said like, yeah, you're just like that. Your value is unchangeable and immutable and to God, no matter what you do, uh, or who you are, what you say, or how other people treat you, you always have value and it cannot be taken away. And just because your boyfriend doesn't see your value doesn't mean you don't have it, right? Yeah, and, sweet uh, words. Yeah. So if you ever want a girl to fall in love with you, get $20. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's great advice. <laughs> um. Yeah, and pretend not to be thirsty, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even if you don't pretend to be thirsty, you still have to have a good game. All right. And just a preface, uh, or come, what is it? Bouncing off of everyone else's I have dated story. I have also dated a couple times in middle school, a couple times in high school. Uh, one on and off for a while. And then after high school, I just... Yeah, I was like, nope, I can't, I, this this isn't worth it anymore, and I just stopped. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, the experiences where you find, like, or you understand, the, like, the inner workings of, uh, of a woman in a romantic sense, like, work was really eye-opening, in a sense, and, like, that not everyone also, not, like, people, like, someone of the opposite gender doesn't see things the same way you do, and that you have to make concessions and stuff like that, and you have to work mm -hmm. towards um what is it uh what's the word what's the word compromises to get with each other and stuff like that and just communicating was really important but yeah i didn't really have a uh, good relationship with my sister growing up 
younger sister growing up either. So it's not like I had that as a resource. So, and I feel like just having a lot of lack of love in my, in my family, because uh, I don't know, no one was home, uh, especially my parents, because they're working. And then it's just like, it, that, that vacuum of love kind of, I guess, allowed dating to enter into my life and made it seem viable or um, very appealing. And I think if I, if I could rewind time, I, I don't think I would date knowing what I know now, but being young and, and like um, ignorant of the world and the understanding of, I guess, the church's teachings and like why, like, and I guess no one really explained like dating's bad. And I always had the conflicting um, advice from older second gen. So it was just like, yeah. You had conflicting advice about dating? Yeah, because no one gave me a straight answer. Ah, I was like, who's giving pro dating advice in the church? No, no, no. no. Well, I mean, it's because yeah. like, because no one, no one clearly said that. Like, well, well, like they'll be like, well, it's up to you. But I'm, I'm gonna say that I wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Really? That's, yeah. like, that's, yeah. the, that's what you got. I never Definitely got that. Get or or got it was just, it was just. Really, I mean, of course, yeah. I got hard nose too. But I would ask, why can't I? Or like, what's wrong with it? I, then, then you know, you'd get like, like your really vague bullshit I do. stuff. And they're like, that wasn't convincing enough either, in a way. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's like, you talk to your parents and like, well, it's not, I don't think my parents ever dated. So they can't even talk about that <laughs> in like wow. a way. And even if they did, uh, if I did bring up like having a girlfriend or something like that, they'd just be like, but, but why? You, I mean. <laughs> but why? But you could just wait. Yeah, I, exactly. But I am impatient. Mm. Uh, okay josh do you have any experience dating um interestingly <laughs> enough i do uh, i do actually i have a bit of experience dating um i dated a bit in high school um and then i didn't really date for a while um until me and anna met but i don't know i both do and don't regret a lot of my experiences dating I think looking back on them, it's very like, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I regret. But a lot I of immature decisions. A lot of immature decisions. But I do, you know, I'm just, I think, a positive person. But I, I do really appreciate what I learned from it. And mm. kind of, I think that's what I see as the positive is definitely, yeah, I think like people brought up, like understanding about what what a relationship really is with mm somebody because like your relationship with like your sister or like friends that you have that are girls I think it's different and it's like it kind of I guess it, it helps you understand a little bit but still like I don't know like I joke around the same way with my guy friends that I do like with some of my friends that I have that are girls but I feel um, like yeah my relationship with Anna is very different so I feel like there is a there is a disconnect or there's a difference between like how you like treat someone like as a friend and how you treat someone in a relationship. Right. Like romantically, right? Romantically. Yeah. And I think that that knowledge and experience I learned is very valuable. Um, yeah. And I For think, sure. yeah, I think the big thing that I understood about like dating and what was like bad about it. Cause I think I do, I, I'm not, I mean, obviously I'm not like anti-dating, but I do think you definitely should wait to be in a relationship with someone. And that's kind of what I um, understood growing up in the church was it was always like, you know, you have to like grow before you can be in a relationship. And that was the answer I always got. Like, you don't want to date 
or be in a relationship because you're still immature and you're still like growing and you have to develop your character and your purity first. Mm. Um, and like, that's why you would like wait. And I think that is valuable because like when you're in high school and, and, you know, even like when you're kind of, I don't know, when you're young, you're so immature and you have like, I don't know. I don't know. I think you just need, you need time to develop yourself and yeah, your character Joshua. and your whatever that is that you're I, hear, I can hear it in your i don't knows that there's something you want to say that you're afraid <laughs> to say yeah uh, just be assertive it's all it's all good well yeah i think like i think justin was saying something about like you know purity is in, in a previous podcast we listened to about how purity is it's something that you develop over time and i think i liken purity um to like your character you know i think you can use those terms interchangeably sometimes um as like your your you're kind of you're, you're like the, the the character of your soul you know mm -hmm. so, pure of heart pure of heart so i feel like i don't know i think when you're young you don't really have that and you don't have like a foundation of your of yourself or your character and then i think when you're dating in that time your focus totally shifts from your like personal and spiritual development to this relationship and you develop, you devote all your energy to it. And I don't think that's healthy when you're young. And I think that is always what I understood and connected to about like not dating. But I, I think there are definitely pros to dating. And I think like people brought up, if you, if you never experience a relationship with the opposite gender or with like a woman or a man, depending on like where you're coming from. Right. How you I think, yeah, I think it's like you're, you don't, if you don't you need you need to have that experience because it is you know relationships are work and there's a lot of things that you know <clears throat> are unspoken and you have these expectations mm -hmm. and i feel like if you and and those expectations and misunderstandings they only like develop more and more the longer you wait and want to be in a relationship you know like i, I don't know i think when you and when you were young, before you kind of like were ever in a relationship, at least for me, it was like, I was like, oh, I really want to be in a relationship. I couldn't wait. Like I was so like desperate to be in a relationship Yep. because yeah. it was like, that's what I thought was like, I don't know. It was you, just you, like, you, you romanticize it a lot. Exactly. Exactly. And then you have all these weird ideas and I think they are kind <laughs> of unhealthy. And exactly. I yeah, feel like sure. in, in like the first relationships I had, in high school, they were terrible. They were so bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can relate. Um, yeah, but I think after I, like, I don't know. It's almost like you get the bad ones out of the way. And then it's like <laughs> you have, like, this new foundation to create more healthy relationships. Right, right. Um, and I almost, and I think that is really positive for forming a really healthy um, relationship. Because me and Anna are in a very committed uh relationship we've been dating for almost three years now and wow. we do very much have the intention of getting married but our plan is kind of to finish college and have a more stable you know like foundation yeah foundation of our life before we you know move transition to yeah so i think and i think that is something that i feel is so valuable in mm. the way the church um I guess teaches relationships in the way of like commitment, you know, of like how, I don't know. Cause like, 
yeah and i i think like could you yeah. elaborate a little bit more well yeah so i think about commitment yeah so i guess what i've always experienced being in the church i for from i guess from my experience i would speak in broad terms is like my understanding about like relationships was always like very kind of marriage and long-term and family centered right you know where like relationships at least like i don't know like there's the one big relationship you have in your family like it's the family federation mm -hmm. church and so I, I think at least my experience and i think i've seen a lot of like my friends in the church is there's so much this mentality of like in relationships of of commitment and um of like making things work and and having like a long-term relationship and i guess i I never really like thought about where I guess. Yeah. It's like, it's, I guess when I say like long-term committed relationship, I mean like a solid marriage, you know, like, like to be, to be married and to be committed to each other. And I think that mentality I think is really, I think really valuable and really powerful because I don't think a lot of people have that. And I think if you do just have an experience of kind of like dating to date, you know, mm -hmm. like, which people say a lot in like church camps, like, oh, you don't just like date to date. <laughs> I, do think, I, I do think it's like, that is, that's true. And that, that like, you're not, you don't have like a solid foundation of like, what, what your relationships mean about like, having that like very deep and powerful spiritual connection and romantic right. connection with someone. And I think you're yeah. just doing it based off your desire or something exactly exactly and if you're just like dating because you want to you know like just like for me it was i was like when i was young it was just like i want to date because like i'm lonely and people on tv have girlfriends so <laughs> hold on I, I i'm picking up on something here is, is it true to assume that none of us had sex with any of our prior relationship when we talk about we dated in the past yeah 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 yeah, so I think that's the big difference here that we're talking about dating is I think what's really to be talked about as far as members dating before the blessing, before marriage, is really the issue of sex before marriage. Because, because dating leads to sex. If you're just kind of uh, flirting around and, and kind of gently touching on, you know, the relationship and you're, you're you know, uh, emotionally involved with each other, um that can certainly be scarring as you know i would say my experience my first dating experience was mildly traumatic but i can't say that um i can say that it would be it would have been in way worse had i had sex with her um and had the same experience so the thing that i think where you're tr where the real damage comes from in dating is the sex before marriage i don't think it's the you know the little, the mamby-pamby relationships that we have. <laughs> I, I wouldn't really say those are real. What what I think, I think the reason why waiting um, before dating is, I, I'm not saying that dating is just out of the picture. I'm saying that I don't think that dating is uh, productive or helpful, especially before 21, as you are far too young to make a informed decision but 21 um, is this a person that i want to be with you know for 
Twenty-one is I think twenty-one's a stretch though. But anyway, um, twenty-one is in the matching handbook as the minimum date for the blessing. So you can say it's a stretch, but I don't think it's a stretch at all. I, I think there's a reason why young adults are not allowed to drink till they're twenty-one, and it's because our brain development just isn't there. I can tell you that's only that, in America. You, the drinking age is like sixteen in Europe, eighteen in yeah. Canada, and like non-existent in Mexico. So I mean, yeah. It's, it's really it's that's really definitely subjective. that's the right way to do it for sure so you, you've, you've proven me wrong so no i'm just saying i, I, I think <laughs> i'm just saying just that you, your argument is mute if, you, if you're pointing it towards or pegging it towards the drinking i think that's cool. i do uh-huh okay well i think it's, it's um, there are countries where there's no legal life. age of consent you know children can just have sex with whoever they'd like if, if their uncle wants to have sex with them that's legally as long as the child gave consent that's fine because you know there's no age of consent there so I think you're right, Toya. Yeah, just because other countries do it differently, my point is completely out of the window. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. No, because just because other countries have lower ages doesn't mean anything. I think uh, alcohol has always had a different history in the United States than it has in other countries. We, you know, we had a prohibition. The rest of the world didn't. So I, I think that America has a unique, a uniquely unhealthy relationship with alcohol, which is sure why we that? have 21. Also, we just have more i feel like we have more drivers in europe public transportation is like a real thing and i think that's why in the united states it's such a big thing is we don't really i'm not know. arguing why 21 anyway, this is, is bad this age, is just like i'm just saying i think i think 21 is a good age and it has to do with the mental acuity like the, the brain development at that point you know the male brain mm-hmm. doesn't stop developing until 25 years old so okay. now as a d- develop the only developed brain here i will tell you <laughs> <laughs> that looking back at my 21 year old thoughts i was an idiot and uh-huh. you know i i would say i was just enough of an idiot to start to, to see reality without <clears throat> without my idiot glasses um uh-huh. And especially before that, at 19 years old, I had no but in the idea. Mid, but in the mid-2000s, father himself, true father was pushing for for 18-year-olds to get matched and blessed, mm-hmm. right? So that, that's just a big contradiction on its own. You yeah, know what true I mean? father also said that it's totally fine to hit your wife in 1996. Um, I don't think that everything that he said at any point it means that it's totally cool. And I think out of context, it can be really hard to understand exactly yes, why yes, he said Justin, that. But I'm, I'm putting this in context in terms of your argument, right? Uh-huh. And I'm saying, well, I, I'm saying very I think, clearly, yeah. I don't care. And I'm trying to make a point that has nothing to do with your little nitpicks of my foundation. So I'm like, okay, cool. Cool nitpick. I don't care. Moving on. Um, yeah. I think what I'm getting at is having a sexual relationship before 21 really what's happening is you are being emotionally drawn into a relationship that's going to set um it's going to set things in motion that you don't have the the intelligence to 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 grasp you don't have the emotional maturity and the mental maturity because what's leading you into a relationship at those younger ages is not is this person a good match for me is are they a good spouse it's all about attraction and it's about how they make you feel emotionally and mostly you don't really understand truly why you want to be in a relationship with that person outside of attraction. And I, and I think my pursuits, all of my emotional pursuits, all of the racial relationships, cause I didn't, Oh yeah, I was in one dating relationship, but I got close to a lot of sisters and I was, I was emotionally far too close to, to many, to many girls growing up. And what I wanted was ne- I never was thinking really about the repercussions of what would our relationship look like. And now as an adult, when I see a woman, I go, wow, she's very beautiful, physically attractive. 
And then after I get to know them, I, I think about like, yeah, I would never want to be in a relationship with you. It is so clear how many problems you have. And I think that's the thing that the blessing brings to the table is the blessing says, all right, we're going to take two impartial people, right? The parents of the two children, and we're going to have them talk about, would these people be a good match for each other, right? Taking out your lack of judgment in the, I just want to be in a relationship and I'll take anybody kind of mm -hmm. aspect. Because when I was young, I just wanted to be in a relationship and I would have taken anybody. I was, I was a very parched man and I, I would have gone for anything. <laughs> I was, I was the definition of, of a thirsty person. So like, I, I just didn't, I really didn't have the judgment. Now everyone's not like that. And I, I think there are certainly, there's a lot of people who have great judgment and all that, but I think that when you're trying to make a choice, is this person a good relationship for me? I think most of us don't have the skills at younger ages in dating to say, ah, oh, yes, I can see the red flags here in this relationship and I'm going to make an informed decision because there are so many people who had just blaring red flags that we would not have been a good match that I just didn't care and I pursued them anyway because mm -hmm. I thought they were attractive for one reason or another, physically, or emotionally they did something or said something that made me like them. Heck, there was a girl I had zero interest in and I thought I was like, man, she just, every time I see her, all I can see is her brother. Cause I had known her brother first before I had met her. And all I just saw when I saw, I was like, wow, you look like a carbon copy of your brother with long hair, gross. Um, and then some, somehow I just happened to walk past a window while she was entirely naked. And then my brain was like, holy crap. She's not a copy of her brother. She's an actual woman. Oh my God. Um, and suddenly I was, I was very attracted to her and suddenly I wanted to pursue a relationship with her. And I was just barely at the edge of realizing, wait a minute, I don't think it's because I have any reason to be attracted to this person. I think it's solely because I'm now attracted to her physical body. <gasps> nah, and I pursued her anyway. Um, <laughs> So what I'm what I'm what I want to point to is as an as on this side being married, I see how how poor my judgment was. There was you know I'm not I have no regret about getting married. I'm not saying that I shouldn't have gotten married, but there are certainly things that was pointed out to me by others and things that I noticed that were a red flag as far as me and Awa being in a good relationship with each other, for each other, me and my wife, right? And I didn't catch it because I was too caught up in my infatuation and my desire to be with her. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll make it work. Yeah, 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 it'll be fine. Yeah, 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 right? And it has not been easy at all. I mean, we, we've almost gotten divorced like three times and not just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. We're really struggling, but like, you know, sobbing every day in tears, sleeping in other rooms and just like praying to God constantly, like, what the hell do I do? I'm in so much pain. This is so awful. You know, like, I, I, I wish I had never done this, right? And it's all the things that I, I had noticed, but disregarded because it was too emotionally close to what I wanted to see it. Because I, what I wanted was to be in a relationship. What I wanted was to be touched and be loved. And what I wanted was a sexual relationship. I wanted to have sex. That's something that I think a lot of us try to pretend like, no, I mean, no, 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 that's no, that's not really what I'm looking for. And it's like, yeah, really? Then how come you don't just pursue an online relationship? Why don't you meet some girl in the Philippines and just and just talk online and 
and never ever take your relationship physically because of course you want to be physically intimate with this person you're biologically designed to 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 desire and pursue a physical relationship that's why you care about physical attractive attributes right and so i think that the thing that really 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 matters is the sexual relationships uh if you have if you're dating if you have if you're getting into sexual relationships before marriage that's when you start to grow and carry baggage because i can tell you for without a doubt if me and awa were to divorce and we were to both start new relationships i would be bringing a ton of quote-unquote experience and trauma and 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 stuff into that new relationship that would impact our relationship greatly things that i would assume things that i wouldn't do things that i would do that could be potentially damaged damaging to my new relationship and so that's not that's not i don't think that's ever going to be the case with me and awa but i'm saying that I think that if you were to get into a sexual relationship and then pursue a marriage relationship, that you're bringing unnecessary, you're creating trauma that didn't need to ever be there that you now have to work through and heal. And having those prior sexual relationships brings baggage and pain and expectations and experience that you just don't need. And and it's really powerful to have all of your experiences with that person be your first experiences to discover you know what it's like to be sexual with that person and have no expectations and to to just be present and not um in the comparison mode of looking back and going oh it could have been better yeah i like that (laughs) um you know I, i i just feel like if anyway so i think that that's that's why i think that we're kind of missing the point here because yeah yeah i mean dating is not very destructive um or or traumatic or it doesn't really give you all that much baggage if you never got romantically involved but the entire picture changes once you've had sex with someone right so the whole reason why i made this point in the beginning of there's definitely benefits to dating is one thing that you kind of see around uh, when you're when you're when you're hanging around a lot of like high schoolers and younger kids, high school, middle school kids, you know, if you really talk to them, most of them, well, I don't, I don't want to say most of them, but there are people who you know have have dated before, and then they're they've they've either gotten a lot of flack from the other church members. I I, I know I definitely did. Um, so like they. Mm-hmm they would either hide that experience and uh, they would think that, you know, they weren't pure or they failed or something like that. So I, I wanted to bring this point up because it's not, it's not the end of the world if you've dated or, or if you've had a sexual relationship with someone before the matching and blessing. Uh, it's important that you talk to your central figures about this. I mean, it doesn't have to be your central figure. It can be anyone. You can just talk to anyone. Just just having that conversation can really mm. help. Uh, it can help clear up your thoughts. It could help, uh, you know, help you move on and things things of that nature. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's good to have these kinds of talks. So it's not, it's not, we're not, I, I don't want anyone else to be shamed because they've dated before. Because I, I had a, 
like when, when I was in high school and when I had uh, a girlfriend, it was like, I, I was got, I got a lot of, uh, negativity <laughs> from everyone. <laughs> mm. I remember um, that vividly. And then, and then because of that, uh, I was always, I never wanted to, I was always afraid of one-on-one talks because I know, I knew for a fact that if they were like, if they wanted to treat me out somewhere or talk one-on-one after church or something, I always knew that they were going to bring up uh, my relationship into it at some point in the conversation. So I've always <laughs> avoided, I try to always avoid those kinds of situations. And, mm. and yeah, lo- looking back at it now, I've missed I out on a lot of movies with me. <laughs> well there there's those are there is a that's definitely one of the reasons why i was avoiding you like, oh no, no just no actually just i'm sorry <laughs> just to clarify i just didn't like you had nothing to do with that. no because i i swear i know i know what you're talking about i remember specifically that i was avoiding you because you were you were actually one of the people who were very uh not aggressive but like uh what do you I don't know strongly what opinionated black and white no, no no just you would always you're one of the people who would constantly reach out to me and i i mean and then another another guy too but uh, <laughs> right so that, that was one of the reasons why i didn't i was kind of because I, I didn't want to be in those situations i didn't want to be i don't want i don't want to like be constantly told that what i'm doing is either wrong or uh, I shouldn't do this anymore. Right. Yeah, no, I, I don't at all think that if, if you've had been in a sexual relationship, it means that you're, you know, you're tainted goods, that you're spoiled and that you must be you know, thrown away. You're yesterday's, mm. yesterday's salad. I, I don't think that at all. I, I just think that it's not something that I think is something that you should pursue or do intentionally. I don't think you should intentionally pursue uh romantic sexual relationships prior to you know age of intelligence till what you know what you're doing um yeah there's there are what i was pointing to with the the legal ages of blah 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 and government's you know attempt is just that because there's an acknowledgement that you're not mature enough to make life-changing decisions at a young age um Mm. You know, I think if you look at insurance companies, <laughs> they don't let you, uh, uh, they drop your insurance rates once you get to 25 because statistically, you're right? You're statistically considered uh, less irresponsible. <laughs> yeah. right, you know, and we, money, money talks above all, everything else. Okay. <laughs> so if the insurance companies are willing to, to bet their money on that you're a safer XYZ of an investment. Right. It, it's not it's no joke there There's yeah a, you're a lower risk assessment yeah i mean uh, uh rental companies won't let you rent a car unless you're 25 well that's only in virginia oh really yeah in virginia uh because you're just too high of a risk otherwise so i i think that what i what i'm saying is that getting into a relationship thinking that oh yeah this is going to be the one um you're not gonna you don't have the the emotional maturity to, to recognize the red flags. And I think that a lot of people mm. say like, oh no, but if you date, you'll learn your red flags. And it's like, no, man, you, you just get hurt. And then you have, you have trauma, which comes out as, you know, oh, I, I can't be with a person who brushes their teeth like that. 
why it was a red flag. And I was like, is it really a red flag? Is it, or do you have trauma with your previous boyfriend or girlfriend? And when, you know, that, that behavior style. So I, I really don't think that it's helpful. I think it just, it creates unnecessary baggage. We, we all already have plenty of baggage from our parents and from our childhood. We don't need to create more, more baggage by trying to get into a, a genuine relationship um, prior to, you know, adult you know and I would say 21 I would say 21 is a healthy place to start seriously considering a relationship and I think that the value of the blessing is saying look we're gonna look objectively at this first and then we'll introduce you and then you guys should be objective first and talk about your deal breakers talk about you know what's important to you what 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 experiences you you deem necessary or what what goals or whatever that you think are important because if you just start dating a person you usually know nothing about them when you start dating them. You know, I know plenty of people that they just, they meet at a, you know, at a social gathering or they meet through work. um, And then they're like, they start to learn who the other person is, yet they're already having a sexual relationship. And then they can find out a year into the relationship, you don't want to have kids. Well, I don't want to be in a, I, I want to have kids so badly. I can't be in a relationship with you for the rest of my life. You don't want to have kids. And the other person, I, I, I never want to have children. And it's like, well, shit, I do. Shit, I wouldn't have gotten a relationship with you if I had known that. And it's like, well, you do now. Or, you know, there's all kinds of things that you can learn about a person that you figure out in dating after the fact where the, the, the blessing brings that stuff to the front, the surface first and goes, hey, 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 I don't want to have kids. First of all, are you still interested in me? No? Okay, let's move on. And that's it. And there's no need to be in a relationship for two, three years and then find out, oh, crap, you you don't want to live in the United States, but aren't you going to college here? And it's like, I I am going to college here, but I have no interest in living in the United States for the rest of my life. I want to go back to the moon and uh, live my rest of the life, my life on the moon by myself and my, my secret moon base. And it's like, well, I have no desire to live on the moon. So I guess we'll break up our relationship now. And it's like, well, good job investing three years into a relationship that amounted to nothing. Just to, just... Just to butt in really quickly. Sorry. <laughs> I just yeah. feel like uh, you could also make a case for what you're saying that people should be friends before they begin a relationship. And because then you also learn all that stuff about a person i mean josh before we started dating josh was just my best friend for like a year yeah we were it was long distance and we were just kind of talking and really getting to know each other for a year before anything yeah and then even remotely romantic and then a relationship just kind of happened (laughs) Josh, (laughs) did, did you have expectations of pursuing a romantic relationship at some point in the future or was it just you guys just started talking i think I think eventually feelings develop down the line. Yeah. But I think it was it was not like that in yeah. the beginning. And actually, because when I first met Josh, I was dating somebody else. So it really wasn't on either of our minds, I think, at all. Yeah, and I actually, it was kind of like, it was after high school and I don't know, I had kind of a very messy relationship. And it was mm-hmm. like, and it was it was exactly like you were saying, Justin, it was like, I had, I don't know, I was, I was pursuing a relationship for all the wrong reasons. And down the line, I realized I had not, no interest at all, even in this person. Like, I didn't even want to like be friends with them at all. 
but it was like I was just I was dating because I was young and I had I what I wasn't really thinking right it was exciting it was just like it was exciting and I was like I just want a romantic relationship and it was like yeah yeah so I had gotten out of that relationship and I was like that was such a horrible I was not really interested in at all being in a relationship you know so I think it was just we kind of we're just met at a time where neither of us were like had any interest in something romantic yeah but I do think down the line as we got to know each other more and we got to really understand who the other person was then feelings really started to develop well I certain I'm not saying that uh you shouldn't you know pursue a relationship outside of the blessing ever I, I think that the blessing has a unique advantage is what I'm saying. That and the, I think yeah, that's yeah. a really good point. I, yeah, and I, I think agree. I totally agree with what you're saying. Cause I think. If, our, our if your goal is to, to pursue a relationship, saying. then I wouldn't recommend that you just become friends with someone. I yeah. think that you should certainly keep your horizon open. And if there's someone that you've been friends with for a long time that you realize, Hey, this could be a really good relationship. I think there's nothing wrong with pursuing a relationship with that person. Um, yeah. I don't think that you should set out the goal to pursue a relationship with someone by getting to know them for a while because you yeah. could invest. It, t- it takes a long time to get to know someone. I, I pro- Even after all of the intentional disclosure that me and my wife did in our uh, matching process and the blessing, there was still so much I do. shit that came out after we got blessed. It was like, yeah. whoa, 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 holy crap. Huh? What? What happened? You did? Who said? Oh, my gosh. You know, like... Oh, your your mom your mom has what problem? <laughs> it was just like stuff that that it just you know. So it's not it's not perfect. Um, and you know, but I I think that you know I've known I've known multiple people for really long times is friend relationships and discovered things about them way later. That's like holy crap. Yeah. Like, what? Um, and so I think that being friends with someone, especially if of the opposite gender, it's really hard to truly be vulnerable and to share all of the stuff that the other person would want would want to know about before making the right choice. Yeah. Um, you know, like something that. No, that's that's too personal. <laughs> I was like, something well, no, but that I, came up in my relationship. But I, though. I do think that that same. I, I I think there, it's kind of like two sides of the same coin. Like I think both of our points are that like before you really want, before you invest into a relationship and you like, you make something that, you know, like you make it that official and that serious, you really should take the time to see if you two are compatible and and like a relationship is something worth pursuing. And I think, I think we're both, and I think, it's almost yeah, like, like you're saying you could get matched to someone and spend a year in the matching process before you realize. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think it's like both of the and it's like I think I think that yeah, I think that's why I connect so much with your saying, because I think what me and Anna did was was very similar because actually um when when things started to become romantic, we were both on NGA and then we because of how because of the program we were not allowed to talk or be around each be other around each for other many months to, to like yeah so then it was like we had this period of like thought thought yeah, yeah and, and 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 to to decide to be very committed to each other you know mm-hmm. like to really because at any point we could have been like well this isn't worth it you know like 
Yeah. When, yeah. You yeah. know, and it was like, there yeah. was nothing, you know, like intimate or romantic for, you know, like a, even like a, almost a year into our relationship. Yeah. You know? I had a similar thing. happen. I was pursuing a relationship with a girl and then she went to NGA and she was like, you know, I, I need it. You know, we're not allowed to pursue relationships during NGA. So I got to put this on hold and it's like, no problem. And then when she got off NGA, she decided that she wanted to marry her NGA counselor. So, you know. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry. That's some trash. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to bring up that trauma. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty rough for me. I was like, oh, okay. Well, she it didn't come out so clearly, but it was just like, after it was over, so I'm like, so what do you think? And it was kind of like, nah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then like, talk about later, no loyalty. I was like, what? they're in a relationship now i was like no wonder they constantly are posting things on facebook like i love this person so much and blah 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 i was like i was like i thought that was a little sus but i was like maybe he's just a really good counselor <laughs> yeah yeah but no, no I, I, yeah. I think that's true yeah. i think i think uh, taking a, a period of, of reflection is is really healthy and also you know the the blessing can can also suck if you have really bad matching advisors if your parents are the people who are are you know supposed to be working with you and your parents just don't they lack healthy perspective or they're not really interested or they're trying to rush you into a blessing because they're afraid that you yeah, won't get totally, blessed totally. if they don't do it quickly that can also lead to catastrophic catastrophic results um as i've seen that with other people where it's like well, the parents didn't do any of the vet work they were just like i don't know i just want my kid to be blessed because i feel like if i can get them across the finish line then then my fa family's safe. And so it's like, oh, I don't care. Uh, this person here, go, 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 go. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I also want to say my parents were in a similar situation. And I think my sister went through the matching process um, when she was actually pretty young. And I, I think it just, it ended really badly. And every time I talk to my parents about the matching process, I think their perspective was like, well, you know, whoever. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think that's, I think that, so I think it's like, I don't know. And I think too, it can be like, if you're trying, I think sometimes like, you, you know, the people who are going into the relationship are too like eager and excited. And I think yeah. you did mention that where it's like, it's like, oh, I just really want to be in a relationship. And I think that is, that's one reason why it's good to wait till you're a bit older and you have a you little know. bit more perspective. Yeah, I'd say but I think it also, infatuation yeah. is not as strong as a drug when you're an adult. As, exactly. a, as a teenager, I couldn't resist the infatuation I know, just, whatever it was there was <laughs> there was there was there was this girl that i pursued like literally across the country i would go i would find out she was going to be in an event and i would be there like it didn't matter if it was you know 16 hours away i would be there and i would never mention that i was there to see her and i would just be like oh oh my god you're here oh what a coincidence hey <laughs> um and i did yeah. that for years yo like three years i pursued this girl because I met her at one workshop and then I was just like, I was so madly in love and I just pursued her everywhere. As an adult, I guarantee you that would never freaking happen. <laughs> I just, I don't got the time or the energy and I have enough clarity to go, hmm, I think I'm overly interested in this person. I feel like I'm like, have a crush. Hmm. And then I think about it and I logic it and I think, and I go, yeah, no, that would never work this person has all of these traumas that I have no interest in, in helping and dig with. You know, yeah. She's in a, an abusive yeah. relationship right now. Obviously I, I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who is okay being in a relationship like that. Uh, where if I was 19, 
um, I would have said, no, I'm going to compete with the other boys and I'm going to prove that I'm the best boyfriend of the four. Yeah, um, I think that's that's <laughs> something that like as a middle schooler or like a high schooler, you don't you can't wrap your like head around concepts like people carry baggage and like baggage sucks and you don't I mean, and like getting into something without knowing what they're bringing into it is like yeah. the worst. It's like you have no well, you have no concept for that. Yeah. As, as a kid. I, I do want to say like you know pick your battles but you know everyone has baggage yes. so yeah for you sure can't like you can't be like oh i just want to date someone without baggage no and but I i'm think, saying is you get yeah. even if you do nothing your entire life you sit in a room and eat saltines on a stool your entire life and then you're like all right now let's get married that person will still have baggage no yeah. for sure you know? but i'm saying that like we They'll put people the on a pedestal in a and then whole life <laughs> but it's like you know i think even like not being in a relationship it, it it you get you know not maybe as intense a baggage but you still have like you know like maybe you were so desperate to be parents. in a relationship yeah, yeah your your parents or like yeah. your friends or even yeah it's your not about avoiding self, baggage. You I, yeah. I don't I think I'm that's not saying it's about avoiding baggage yeah, no, I'm saying, I just, I'm saying, I just wanted I'm saying to say that because I do think it's like I just think know, some people's yeah. baggage is they have you know lots and lots of suitcases filled with cotton candy for sure and yes you have to drag those suitcases everywhere but other people have a small checked lug backpack full of snakes and i'd <laughs> rather drag the cotton candy around well it yes. is bulky i think i think everybody does but i'm saying we so yeah. we, we snakes when we're in high school we idealize people right we put people yes. on a pedestal mm -hmm. and That's so we true. think that they're oh, perfect yeah. right? unbelievably so we don't yeah. account for the fact that they have baggage is what i'm saying yeah right yeah and or so, yeah. or you justify the baggage like i i remember yeah. seeing yes, baggage in other people true. and mm. thinking that it was cute or or endearing or <laughs> like yeah. oh that's so that's so adorable and now as an adult i see their baggage and i acknowledge like okay i'm attracted yeah. to this person <laughs> illogically and i see their baggage and i go oh hell no nah. that ain't right right yeah so like we don't no, we don't know so. what the traps are like you know what i mean yeah going like when we're young because you don't have that experience and it's like you you don't you lack the uh, uh like the nuance of like how people work right mm. and understanding their character yeah. and being a good judge of character while when you don't have one to start with yeah i i wanted to bring up something kind of like the i feel like the other side of the coin uh based on just what we've been talking about so far Please. um yeah so because i feel like especially a lot of girls in the church uh rather than growing up really desperately wanting a relationship, grow up being absolutely terrified. <laughs> and, oh. uh, um, I mean, at it least is, that it was, is. I can see it. That no, was I my think, perspective for sure. And, yeah. and, uh, and I know, like I can pinpoint for me, like the moment where I was like, oh my God, boys are terrifying and I need to never be around them. And it was, I was nine years old and there was a cute little kid in my class who I really liked. And our we had uh, like like we liked each other in the way where it's like we would pass notes in class and they would say, What's your favorite color? And <laughs> what street do you live on? You know, so very intense stuff for a nine year old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was but, very, very yeah, intense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, which I mean, I think is pretty common and uh, when you're a little kid and that was my concept of what a relationship was as a <laughs> nine-year-old. Um, and, but my yeah. mom found out about it. She found some of these notes that I'd had in my backpack and I got in 
like a massive amount of trouble Ooh. and like a huge talking to and it was so terrifying and I didn't even understand that this was well no I knew that it was wrong I guess because you know you just grow up knowing like in the church you can't like people <laughs> well, you're like yeah like the like, relationships yeah it's like, uh, no very, liking yeah. people from very early on but then that moment really cemented into it my mom like being so upset with me and so disappointed and being like catch cooties yeah like oh i know these things happen but like you just can't let them happen and i was like as a nine-year-old like so and this also like like, the expectations yeah yeah and and for me like literally the i don't know if this was the intention what she was trying to tell me but the message i received was boys are the devil and if I interact with them then I'll go to hell (laughs) Uh, and so I literally I did my absolute best for years and years and years and years of my life to literally (laughs) never (laughs) interact with boys I was terrified of them and I became like also hugely sexist which was something I didn't fix (laughs) until I met Josh and Josh was like hey Anna that's really sexist to think yeah, that all that men are evil people. I never thought about that. That was just what I was told. <laughs> but oh. yeah, and I so and I and I think that's a really common perspective, especially for like women growing up in our church, to like have this understanding that men are evil. And I think that guys growing up in our church also oftentimes receive that message that like you're evil and you're like sex demons or something, you know? <laughs> and Maybe. Like, I, I don't know if I, I got know. that so much, but I, I do think that- I have, I have, I have seen... at times been called a sex demon. So. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that was actually my nickname. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. My, point, my point is just that sometimes I think that, you know, if you go too extreme in either direction, it can create, you know, baggage baggage and unhealthy ideas about, you know, different people and and what relationships look like. And yeah, yeah, so I literally, I didn't, yeah, people don't even know how once they're now it's like, okay, go create a romantic relationship. And it's like, they don't even know how to look at the other person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the I was literally only in one brief relationship before Josh, and it was the second I turned eighteen because then I was like, "Oh, my parents can't be mad at me for this anymore." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I turned eighteen, I got into a relationship, and it was th- terrifying because I was like, "I have no concept of what this is supposed to be like at all." But also, it was like. Was, you know it was like a terrible it was, relationship yeah. because you had like nothing in common yeah. i don't want to like explain it i'm josh like josh knows a lot about this part. it's not right for you <laughs> yeah. of course josh um, would no, be biased yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna stay out of this one actually i'm gonna let her explain <laughs> but no i mean it's true but that's because it was like this is i the second i turned 18 this person was there and they wanted to be in a relationship with me and i was like well i'm 18 now i can legally do this was my my idea in my <laughs> my head mm-hmm. uh and it was terrible it was a terrible relationship yeah we didn't have anything in common we were both just dating each other because we were existing people in yeah. the same friend group <laughs> and I think, <laughs> I think it was like that like it wasn't you weren't I don't know 
it was like you just you wanted a relationship because you wanted a relationship yeah it and, didn't have anything to do with that person yeah exactly. and then that was like yeah trip. it was not it created it was not good yeah, and I think yeah. every I think all of us have had that same experience yeah. Where and yeah. I mean luckily in my case like we broke up amicably and we both were like hey I don't think we really like each other and this seems like we both have a lot of issues yeah we should probably not be together and it was like yeah, yeah. that's yeah, we shouldn't. This is, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, and we're but, still friends. But I, I think now, it was like, also like that, like you didn't really understand like how to connect with boys. And, yeah, like, because that like yes. even even friendships with boys were, were something like sinister. scary, yeah, yeah. sinister. And that's anyway, so that's word. my point. Is like I think you know I feel like we our our church doesn't always do this. A like a doesn't always cultivate healthy friendships between right, the genders yeah, which true. i think is yeah. really There's important mm. yeah such a I, yeah. gender divide exactly and i think it's i think if you never learn how to relate to the opposite gender then that can make it really difficult when you're trying to pursue a relationship with somebody of the opposite gender yeah like and, when you're when, yeah. when it comes like and there was being a real relationship yeah and there were like, so yeah. many things i just like did not know or understand about guys at all. Yeah. When I first met you, you were huge sexist. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, some I of the really, things that she like just I said just, in passing was like, what? <laughs> it was bad. It was bad and super unhealthy. Yeah. And like, I feel like that. Yeah, obviously, the, the ideas that I had were like not not you know indicative of being in a healthy and loving relationship and definitely not indicative of like, like, like raising children, you know, or any of that, you know, like, and I can't imagine if I continued to hold those beliefs and then also was trying to pursue a relationship with a guy like that would have crashed and burned immediately. As it did. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I just wanted to butt that in there. Yeah. But yeah, so I think they're, they're, there needs to be because I, I I don't know I think that's a good point point where it's like I don't I can't be so extreme that it's like people are afraid of like connecting with their you know the opposite gender like their brothers and sisters because that in its own way is really unhealthy but I think what kind of people have been pointing to where it, I don't know I just think it's like yeah like Justin has been saying anything like dating in relationships when you're young and when you're not like mature and developed enough within yourself to like really know yeah like know what a relationship should be and like have like I don't know even like the self-respect enough to be in a relationship you know because it's like I don't know I think people say it a lot but like if you don't like love yourself and if you don't have a good relationship with yourself how could you be how could you have a good relationship with someone else mm -hmm. but I, and I think that's kind of the thing with like waiting till you're old enough to be in a relationship and I, I don't know I think you know I don't know I, I guess I'm jumping around but I think I, I guess yeah, I, think, like, I think we're all yeah. on the same page that like yeah dating when you're younger it's not it wasn't great and even though we had good take not good takeaways even though we like you know gained wisdom out of it or gained some experience out of it it's not, it wasn't worth the it wasn't worth the risk and the pain to gain exactly. the little experience that we did Right. The experience yeah. that I gained yeah. was so was so worthless. I, I would if you were like, oh, Justin, if, if you could go back in time and change it, I would absolutely change it because it was just like, yeah, it was just you're right. 
It yeah, was just worthless. It almost ru- it like I am not kidding you. It almost ruined my life in the sense that when that when I left that year that I when I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm leaving and I'm never going to see you again." I was Where were you going? I was I went to I think I went to camp first and then I went to the Blessed Teens Academy. And then I went to uh, okay. I went to Oklahoma after that, I think. Yeah, so for me like I was so hurt by re- by by realizing because you know I had this expectation growing up in the, in our in our faith that if I were to get in a relationship with a person that I would give my 100% and that they would give their 100% and that we would be committed to each other forever and so but when I realized like oh this person's interested in me and they were they weren't in the church but they were certainly church adjacent I was like well we must we must let's pursue this then and I gave it my all emotionally and when I realized that she was, ju- I was just, she was basically kind of just using me. Like, right. She was playing you, dude. You know, she had other people. And, and honestly, I think more than anything, I was helping her move. Like they were just moving from one house to another. <laughs> and uh, I was a big, strong teenage boy. And they were just like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't say for sure what her, her goals or desires were, but she definitely played off that she was romantically interested in me. And, you know, mm-hmm. perhaps she was and she's had a complicated things from her childhood that she she just couldn't work out i don't know anyway my what i i was so hurt i was like i will never be emotionally vulnerable again and i didn't realize that i had made that choice and i went to camp love and life and i was just being this you know overly over the top person i was so i was being toxic and i had no idea and i was being pushing people away and just being I had these huge power shields protecting me. And I was just like, I will never, ever bear my soul or my heart again. And I, I was like, became this edgy douchebag within <laughs> within like a month. And I had no idea. And I remember. I remember that. Yeah. Someone, someone <laughs> caught on to it. Someone caught on to it. I was sitting at this group table. We were playing some game where the game is, it's kind of like those like inappropriate games the teenagers like to play. And basically the game is like, you're going to be asked a sensitive question. And, um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So my whole point, that was whole, <laughs> the only thing I said. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, we were playing one of those edgy games and you have to re- reply as fast as you possibly can after the, the question is asked. And so, you know, at first it was silly questions like dream home, or, you know, if you could marry one person at this table, who would it be? And stuff like that. And, oh, and I was just just shooting out these answers so fast to the point that it was kind of startling for people. Um, like one of the people asked, like, you know, if you could kill one person at this table, if you had to kill one person at this table, who would you kill? Right. And it's supposed to be what I didn't realize is socially you're supposed to go, Oh man, what a hard choice. I don't know. (laughs) Right. That's the whole point is it's like, Oh, how would I possibly choose? Oh, you're also great. Um, I didn't do that at all. I instantly pointed at this guy and I was like, Ben, and it wasn't Ben, Ben Geldrin. It was uh, a different Ben. Uh, yeah, which I later got to know very well, and uh, yeah, but I didn't know him at all at the time, and I was like, I know him the least. I would kill him, you. Um, wow, and I really hurt his feelings, and terrible. I totally didn't care or notice. And then it, he left the table, and then the, a question was like, "What's your biggest insecurity?" And I was like, immediately, like the size of my penis. 
like just instantly. Wow. And they were like, <laughs> okay, this took a deeply painful and awkward turn. Like, like people got so uncomfortable. And I was like starting to gain this reputation in general of just like, don't, don't hang out with that guy. Like he's kind of weird and a little toxic. And then one of the counselors came up to me and he was like, just I need to talk to you. Come with me. And I went into this room and he sent me down. And he's like, you're being an asshole. What happened to you? Like you used to be this person that I could count on that would be a really loving and supporting person, someone who is just really open and caring. And you were like, you know, this, 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 this cuddly, awesome person, this teddy bear. And now I feel like you're just an asshole. Like what happened? And I was like, um, um, oh, and I just, I saw it all at once. And I like broke down and just, you know, and sobbed. And I was like, oh, I, I wouldn't have, this is what happened. And I, if it weren't for him, I, I swear to you, I'd still be that way. Because, like, I had no idea that I was growing that as a defense mechanism. And I promise you, I would have continued to grow that defense mechanism. And it would have become a pillar of my personality. And I'd have very few friends. And I would just be a very, like, larger than life, but in the worst way kind of a person. And so I, I feel like, yeah, it can be really damaging to get into a relationship before you're ready because as a teenager you're still developing your core personality traits and to for them to be influenced by a person just kind of randomly and haphazardly Mm. just seems like a risk that isn't worth taking um whereas an adult when traumatic stuff happens to me i'm able to see like that was that was traumatic i need time to process what just happened um and I, I feel like that's kind of the key differences. It's like, as 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 a you know more experienced person, I'm able to like take a step back and and to see the impact that something's having on me, which I certainly did not have as a, as a teenager. Mm. And so I would say, dating isn't the worst thing in the world. There, it's it's you know whatever. But I would say, stay away from getting into a sexual relationship until you know that a person is really good for you. And I said, I think that's the thing that that can be the worst about dating is a lot of people blessing because she's just in general, it's not that she's ugly. It's just in general, her like features are just different than what I was attracted to at the time. But now I find her the most attractive. And when I see other people that have her features, I'm like, Oh, what a beautiful person. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it's, I, I think that trying to follow what you, following what you think is attractive for a permanent relationship, uh, especially just physically, I think is kind of a backwards way of, of doing it because your, mm. your preferences are shaped by your experiences. If you, if you hate beats, yeah. it's probably because you had some sort of childhood experience that makes you hate beats. For sure. Not for so sure. much the flavor. And so I feel like, you mm. go, Oh no, I, I will. I like this person because they're a great kisser. It's like, mm, okay. Well, that's not a really great reason to build a relationship. All right, Tora. Yeah. Sure. Do you have anything you want to say? You've been quiet. No, this is all good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. No, yeah, I totally agree, Justin. I think that's a really good point. I think that's kind of like, well, I think that's like what we're getting at. But yeah, no, I think you're right. It's just, it's a lot of baggage you create. And I don't know, looking back, I would definitely, I think. When, when you said like, oh, if I could had a time machine, would I? Yeah, I think I, I would. Because I think you're right. The experience that I gained was so 
I think that's just like a, a thing that people say a lot, but I think like, I don't know. I think like one thing I learned from one of my relationships was like, uh, like not to talk about my problems and only to focus on other people. And I think that was like really unhealthy. And it was just like, it's a weird piece of baggage that I still carry. And I think like, it doesn't really allow me to be like fully self-expressed. So I don't know. Yeah. I think it's like, it's just, it's super tempting and it's like, it seems so exciting. And I think it's really hard for people because it's like also the age demographic is like people in like high school, which are the most compulsive, least self-disciplined people of all time. You know, like that's the hardest age range to be like, to have self-control and to have like knowledge and wisdom. So I think it's really hard for people like not to do it, but I, I think it is like to have that foundation of like, it's, it's about you want to develop, before you get into a relationship you want to yeah like you said like you're still developing your core personality traits and i think yeah like i don't know i think everyone is like an asshole in high school and i think you, you need to like i don't know like yeah you, you still have to like become like who you who you are I, yeah i think that was something i said it's like you need to develop your character before you get into a relationship and i think i just mean like you you know you, you need to like grow into the person who you are and you're going to be before you want to like focus your energy and your time into someone else. And then also like, yeah, like get all that baggage and you're, you know, you're, you, you'll develop around that person. And I just think, yeah, I think like definitely, I don't know. I think avoiding relationships when you're young is just only beneficial. And it's like, dating when you're young is so lame and stupid it's like you don't even want it you know but you're broke first of all yeah yeah, exactly and it's like i don't know it's like if you're in high school it's just going to be so much drama like if there are any young people out there it's not worth it it seems (laughs) like it is it's not it's just not you have infatuation goggles yeah Yeah. exactly it's not worth it it's not take them off but i i do think i want to my my one my last like I just one thing I do also want to say is that I think what uh, Toro has been saying about like if you know like if you do get into a relationship because you know it, it things just happen um, then just talk about it with someone like kind of an older brother figure or sister the, yeah older brother or sister just because I think yeah it's like it's a, it's a weird experience and there are also is a lot of shame and guilt around it in the church and if you carry that with you then that is also really negative. And I think yeah. they also have like a neutral perspective on it for the most part. I mean, but I think they, you know, like talking to someone about it. Um, and yeah. I think also like if people come to you to talk like, oh, I'm in a relationship, I think just coming from it with like understanding and like, you know, it's okay, it happens. And it's like, kind of like really like, God, what do you want out of this relationship? Like, do you feel like this is like worth your time and energy and investment? And I think it's just like for the people in the church, like having having that kind of like mentality of acceptance and like, you know, like it's okay, like things like this happen, but like kind of, I don't know, I guess like also, yeah, I guess like about like education, about like, not like education so much, but like, yeah, I guess like, I think relationships aren't really good when you're young, but also like, I think like, having so much like judgment and shame and guilt around it, like 
um, is also not healthy. Like if someone does get into a relationship, I think, I, yeah, I guess I, 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 I would want to come at it. And I like, as like, just like, I don't know. I think as people have been saying, like, just, I, I guess not acceptance, but like understanding, I guess that's my point. I, I know I'm yeah. like, not really. Yeah. I think like Tori been saying, like <laughs> understanding. Cause I think like, I don't know, guilting people and judging people. It's not, it's also not super healthy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Josh. Yeah. yeah for that sure. was great. I think that was a good uh, ending point to. Yeah. And also like, okay. what is it? Oh, sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Cause like when you, when you, if you do choose to go through the matching, right? Like you're going to have your interaction like with, a, with another person romantically inclined like that in that way as well so it's not like you're not gonna get it at one point or another um it's just yeah your time will come and uh yeah i'd I'd say it's hard in in high school there's a lot of movies and stuff that make you think that falling in love is the most beautiful thing and that's like the ultimate goal of a relationship is to get into a relationship and i think that's why it's Mm. You know, all the romantic movies are about will they be in a relationship or will they not and the movie ends once they choose to be in a relationship but what they <laughs> they don't show is that once you're in a relationship it's like well now what if, if the movie started with them saying we will be in a relationship and then watching the relationship i think is a little bit it's not that great honestly it's pretty it's nice to be in a relationship it's good but like yeah the it's pursuit work. is really it's a lot exciting of work. and whatever yeah but the, the relationship takes work and energy and sacrifice it's not just excitement and awesomeness um and i think that's that's just something that's not romanticized is the putting in the work <laughs> yeah know? yeah yeah so it's it's, mm-hmm. it's there's there's a lot of work that comes to a healthy relationship and, and i just think that mm. It's, it's not what's thought about. It's just like, yeah, but wouldn't it be amazing to be in a relationship with that person? It's like, yeah, potentially. But, but you know, getting in the relationship is, is the first step. It's not the last one. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. All right, Toya, you want to do the outro? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, think, I thought I wanted to say something, but I forgot. Oh, uh, yeah? Oh, yeah. No, just concluding remarks is you're right, right. Just wait, right? Take your time. Uh, if you're young, take off your infatuation. Take off your pants. Take off your pants. No, take off your infatuation goggles, right? Think with a clearer mind and just. Right. If you're in a really, if you're dating right now and you're, you know, you're thinking about the matching and blessing and the person you're with, uh, you're totally interested in getting married to, then, then do it. Just get married to them. And if you're not thinking about marrying that person, what the hell are you doing? Get out of that relationship right now <laughs> and, and yeah. go get a matching advisor. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So, yeah, and it's not it's, and we don't advise like dating until you're what? If you do, decide I, I, if, you do right? if, if you are like, I'm definitely not going to do this blessing thing. That's that's OK. Um, you'd be a fool because it's awesome, but that's OK. Um, and uh, I would just say at least wait till you're you're 21 years or older. Um, and I, I wouldn't Fair say enough. Don't commit. Don't get if you're going to do dating and stuff, I would say don't marry that person until you've been with them for at least three years. Yeah. Unless you're in the matching process, then you should marry them within six months. 
<laughs> it's it's recommended you don't wait more than a year while being matched. Just saying. Just want to get that in the matching handbook. Less than nine months. All right. That's all the time we have for now. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Josh, if people want to find you or reach out to you, connect with you, uh, where can they find you online? So you can find me at Josh Rivman Gildern at Facebook.com is a good place to reach me. I use Messenger mostly. Uh, this is going to be hard, but there's two Joshua Van Gelderns on Facebook. <laughs> because I made one when I was a kid and forgot the password and the email. Ooh. So there's, there's a picture of me in a blue hat. That's the one you want to go to. <laughs> and describe what uh, you I'm look sure. like. Uh, I'm blonde and white. And I'm making a weird face in the picture. So yeah. if, there, if you see a white loser, that's the one. <laughs> But anyways, no, yeah, um, I'm totally comfortable if you have like questions or want someone to talk to about stuff. Um, I I have some experience and uh, I would love to uh, be someone that you could be comfortable talking to. Awesome. Anna, where can people find you online if they want to? Uh, also, Facebook, I think, is good. Anna Bobricki is my name. And if you click on my name and you see we have like 200 mutual friends and they all did NGA, then that's the right one. <laughs> yes. Nice. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Right, thank you so much for having the podcast. Yes. Thank you guys for listening all the way to the end. I know dating is a tricky thing. We all wanted it at some point and even fell into the temptation, but I must reiterate, it's not worth dating while you're younger and if you could tell from our stories, it wasn't exactly all rainbows and sunshine. Also, if you want to be matched and blessed, we highly recommend against dating. Unless you're already 21 and have come to a conclusion that partaking in the customs and rituals of our movement isn't for you. Other than that, until you're ready to start the matching process with your matching advisor, parents, or central figure in your life. We know you guys have similar stories too, and we want to hear all about them as well. So come to our Discord and tell us what you've gone through, good and bad, and if you want to hear a certain topic being discussed, let us know. Don't forget you can reach us on Twitter at LunaStream via email through LunaStreamPodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page at LunaStreamPodcast. And you can even join us on the Discord, which we mentioned earlier. LunaStream is available on all the major platforms you will find podcasts like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and YouTube, and much more. So don't forget to tune in to the newest episodes. All right, that's all we have for now. See you next episode. And adieu.